I'm Tom Schultz, host of Voices of Montana. Thanks for joining us for the podcast today, brought to you by Blackfoot Communications. Does your home qualify for a $70 discount on your internet bill? Blackfoot Communications is proud to partner with the FCC to help ensure that households can afford the broadband necessary for work, school, healthcare, and more. For more information on this federal program and to see if your household qualifies for a discount on your internet service, visit goblackfoot.com slash ACP. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. What's it take? What's it take to be an entrepreneur? You know, those small steps to getting those big dreams going to, um, I I love this. We're going to talk to our Montana neighbors today. We're going to talk to our Montana friends. They're putting their Made in Montana ideas out to market here. Live today from the Made in Montana trade show. Going to be joined a bit later on by Montana Commerce Director Scott Osterman. Todd O'Hare is here with the Montana Chamber of Commerce. Mandy Rambo, uh, Acting Director, Deputy Director of the Montana Department of Commerce. And Zach Caccioli with the Montana Department of Agriculture. They'll be here to introduce and to interview um, Aaron Thormansgaard and also Mark McGee and uh, Casey Sickvillen. And then we'll announce a bit later on the winner of the 2003 Made in Montana Retailer of the Year. That's today. Yes, I love 406 in and here. This is one of my favorite uh, uh, shows of the year live from the Made in Montana trade show. Uh, Voices of Montana, two decades strong, working on three, an objective perspective, and yeah, we made it to Friday, so... Uh, only two more working days this week. You keep hanging in there. Uh, I know everybody here in this uh, large facility, we're at the Lewis and Clark County Fairgrounds, they'll know uh, that Friday is not the end of the working week. Uh, uh, there's there's uh, a lot that goes into building businesses, and we're going to talk about that here today. Let's get right into it because we've got a lot of guests to get to. Our first guest um, and our first uh, uh, Interviewer is uh, is Mandy Rambo. Let's say hello to Mandy Rambo, acting deputy director, Montana Department of Commerce. Hi, Tom. Hello. Good morning. Isn't this kind of fun? This is a big thing. Yes, I yeah. love the Made in Montana show. It's one of my favorite events of the year. I've checked this out too. There's a lot of stuff. Girl ran away with the spoon is the name of the business for Erin Thorman's guard. She's uh, out of Miles City. Good morning, Erin. How are Good you? Good morning. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, Sixteen years in in your business. Yes, Made in Montana. Yes, it's been a long time. We started um, way back when the show was held in Great Falls. Yeah. Go ahead, though. I mean, man. Awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about what inspired you to start your small business? Um, So I was born and raised in small business. My parents were business owners. My mom had a secondhand clothing store. My dad was HVAC. I was, you know, basically the day I was born, I was working. Is that right? Yeah. um, It was just a natural progression for me to start my own business. I just thought that's what everybody did. Uh. So. Um, and the premise of the business, we take, you know, vintage silverware and recreate it into something relevant and wearable and um, taking something that nobody really uses anymore and uh, making it fun and beautiful. And earlier we talked about that you've kind of gone through some progressions of starting additional businesses, growing this business. Um, can you tell us a little bit about um, that and what that's looked like for you? Sure. Yeah. I always of the mindset like... Let's just jump in and try it, you yeah, know, and yeah. sometimes it works and sometimes it's an epic failure. But um, what I've learned at the end of the day is, like, you have to do what you're passionate about. Just because you can do something doesn't mean that you should. That's my new motto for the year. And <laughs> really picking and choosing what feeds you and what fuels you. And at the end of the day, when you go home and you're passionate about what you do, 
that's how you find success in your business. I love your new model because I'm, I'm looking at your website, Erin, uh, and there's just a lot of things that you offer here. So you probably have to pull back from time to time about, you know, who am I? What what defines the girl, uh, girl ran away with the spoon? Right, right. It's easy to want to jump on the trend wagon and... Um, you know, see where, you know, what the, the current economy and stuff is doing, but you also have to, you know, find what your roots are and just stay true to that and adapt your product and your business in a way that suits you. And how would you suggest for new business owners or someone who maybe is just looking to start out and as a new business owner in Montana, how would you suggest that they do that? Um, I mean, again, follow a passion, follow something that, you know, you yourself have sought out and can't find what what it is that you like or want, um, and then follow that. Like, I always try to fill a void for, like, a personal need or desire of my own. And even with our retail store in Miles City, that same thing, pulling from, you know, beautiful products that you can find here at the Made in Montana show. Um, but, like, what is your style? What feels your lifestyle? And start from there. Awesome. Um, and so we talked a little bit about your wearable art, but um, you've also recently had an installation in the Mile City Brought Us Interchange. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um, I've been doing uh, scrap metal salvaged art for about six or seven years now and kind of just started out um, welding things together and seeing what happened and moved into more figural stuff. And I was commissioned to build a 14-foot tall bucking horse. Uh, made a hundred percent out of salvaged scrap metal, so plow discs, old tools, um, you know, anything you find in the behind the shopper in the scrapyard, and um, that was a really big honor and kind of changed the trajectory of where I'm going as an artist and kind of reevaluate what I'm doing in my business and um, lean more towards the artwork itself. All right, now I've, I've got to kind of describe this a little bit because Aaron Thorman's guard, Thormod's guard, uh, um, girl ran away with the spoon. You're not real big, Aaron. Um, and, and so when, uh, you know, I just saw some scrap mail laying around, and I just said, well, I, oh, look over here. here. Here's a welder. I'm just I'm going to start building something. Yes, <laughs> yes. Know? So my beautiful husband is a welder and a fabricator. We uh, also own a machine and a welding shop um, in Miles City. We sell steel in Miles City. So I, I have an outlet on, uh, you know. Yeah. He what? kind of showed me the basics, and then I kind of ran with it and made my own division of the but, but he's the real artist, right? <laughs> no. no, no, not at all. No, he's a fantastic yeah. fabricator. His yeah. brain works very differently than my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm very curious about that too. Um, what's what's the decision about getting into something like that? I mean, you uh, you noted it. Uh, you just kind of uh, you're following your heart. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've always been an artist, and it's taken me a long time to be able to say I'm an artist. You know, you start right. out kind of just like piecing things together and being drawn to the creative process and I tried everything under the sun pottery and stained glass and leather work and anything anything in the art field I've done painting and when I found metal I was like this is what I've been looking for this is my thing and my outlet and being able to you know take that and kind of run with that and it's constantly changing and adapting as my skill set develops and um, yeah it's just been a really cool path Awesome. Well, can you give um, anyone who's looking at maybe becoming part of the Made in Montana program any advice on 
um, what it's done for you and how it's helped your business? Sure. Yeah. It's been, it's an amazing platform. It's such a, you know, you can get on the Made in Montana website, which I do often to kind of, even for our own shop, we have a retail store and carry lots of Montana vendors and you can get on there and people can search you out. They can have a link right to your website. Um, the Made in Montana trade show itself, I, we started doing this and have had wholesale accounts for a decade or more because of this show and that um, kind of has a longevity to it. So I'd absolutely recommend getting registered with the Made in Montana program. What else would you recommend in terms of, because I think marketing is real hard, especially for new businesses. I'm not sure we're taught very much about it, uh, and, and I'm not sure we get good analysis on the results of things like that. How hard was that for you? Um, it, it was a lot of trial and error. Um, we just kind of tend to throw things at the wall and see what sticks. Um, obviously, social media for us has been a, a huge outlet between Instagram and Facebook and um, just getting that visual. We're a very visual business. You know, you have people have to see it in order to know what we're doing or want to buy it. And um, being a consistent about posting your product and developing your brand. Um, and we do, you know, we send out email newsletters to our, our customers that want to know what's going on. And yeah. Mostly, uh, um, so yeah, you, you create a relationship then with them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we call it we call our our people our our spoon tribe. Like, you know, they so many of our customers and our our base have been with us since the beginning and kind of evolved with us, which is a really cool thing. Um, what's next? Oh, what's next? Um, I know you just got into like welding and things <laughs> yeah. like that, but uh, what's... Yeah, you know, I have some commissions on the horizon for some metal art, so ah. that's exciting. Um, we're just looking to grow our, our retail shop in Miles City and continue to service our wholesale partners that we make here at Made in Montana. Um, yeah, and just kind of keep, you know, reinventing the wheel every week and seeing how we can stay up to date and relevant and provide something that people are drawn to and yeah well i'm gonna give you my card so because um when you get to that that next big uh, metal art building contract um I'd, I'd like to just chat with you i think yeah. that's really cool that 14 foot bucking horse in, in my, that was probably a pretty big kind of major first project wasn't it, it was a huge undertaking it was one uh, of those projects where i they asked me and i was like i don't know if i can do this and they're like we want you to do it. And I just said uh, yes, and it happened. And it so, happened, yeah. yeah. Good work, Aaron. Thank, thank you. you. Thank yep. you so much for having me. Yep. And Mandy, uh, anything else? No, thank you so much, Aaron. It was great to meet you, and um, great to see some of your work. Um, it's very gorgeous. So thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Yeah, it's good to meet you, too. Uh, everything good at uh, Commerce? Or yes. Does, does uh, your director need to straighten things out a little bit? <laughs> no. He's, he's you... standing right by. I try to <laughs> goad you into... Uh, no, things are going well. Oh, he's perfect. I, yeah, things are going great at Department of Commerce. Um, like I said, this is one of my favorite events, um, and we've got a lot going on with legislative session in Helena right now. Sure so, um, you yeah. know, really just taking a break to be able to step away from that has been nice for this week as well. Cool. Mandy Ramble, thank you. Thank and Aaron, you. Aaron Thormitzgaard, thank yes. you so much. <laughs> thank Again, you, Again, it's in Miles City, and you can go to the website. Like, it's pretty cool. It is uh, Girl Ran Away, right? Yes, girlranaway.com. Yeah, Girl Ran Away. I'm, uh, uh, I'm a little worried about, look, you know, when I type in what was going to happen there, but your beautiful <laughs> short store showed up, so oh, that's good, great. Yeah. Good. yeah, good work, Aaron. Thank you, and Mandy uh, as well. We'll take a break and come on back, and uh, Todd O'Hare will join us next as uh, he'll be speaking with Mark McGee. I see he already went and sampled some of the Bison products. That's what happens here. We're live from the Made in Montana trade show. It's from Montana for Montana, Voices of Montana. Does your home qualify for a $70 discount on your internet bill? Blackfoot Communications is proud to partner with the FCC to help ensure that households can afford the broadband necessary for work, school, healthcare, and more. 
For more information on this federal program and to see if your household qualifies for a discount on your internet service, visit goblackfoot.com slash ACP. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Does it take attitude? Here's one from Thomas Edison. I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. Does it take vision? Here's something from Warren Buffett. It takes 20 years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. If you think about that, you'll do things differently. Welcome back. We're at the Made in Montana trade show. Tom Schultz alongside from Montana for Montana's Voices of Montana. A bit later on, we're going to be announcing the Department of Commerce's Montana, uh, Made in Montana Retailer of the Year. But uh, we've got one who's maybe just working his way uh, up to that. It is Mark McGee with Asai Corporation. And to interview him, our friend Todd O'Hare from the Montana Chamber of Commerce. Good morning to both of you. Good Thanks. morning. Thanks, Tom. Great to be here. I see that you... Uh, you're doing your research, I guess, is what I would call this. Uh, some of this uh, buffalo buffalo jerky. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I'm going to open this up right in front of you, by the way. It's 9.15 in the morning, but it's not too early to be eating <laughs> brief right. jerky, is That's it, right. Mark? <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about kind of the, the impetus behind this, of what was the idea, and what motivated you to go down this road? Sure. So, you know, the Blackfeet tribe has, has had a, a buffalo herd for years, you know, and... Um, it was kind of a more of a traditional, you know, because that's what we did. We, you know, we were on the plains and we, we hunted buffalo. They provided for us. And, and you know, so we, we had a herd that, that we managed, um, but really didn't provide any economic opportunity. We, we processed some here and there and put it in the local food bank and distributed it to uh, some of the cultural events. Um, and so the, it was really an ask of the tribal council to Sai Corporation to figure out how to get our, our buffalo on the shelves. And so we went down that road and found a processor that worked really well for us and, and went through all of the steps to get label approval and um, label design and, and figuring out what worked, what didn't work. And, and we kind of ended up with, uh, um, you know, the jerky products are huge a huge hit. They are. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Everybody yeah. loves jerky. Yeah. And so you've got, with us here today, you've got three different kinds of beef jerky. And it's called any. Any any is the Blackfeet word for buffalo. Yeah. yeah. So. And so you've got three different kinds there. But you, you don't just do jerky. You also have some other products that we are don't. bison. So, yeah, we can't. You know, we can't process the whole the whole buffalo in, into just jerky. So, you know, we're talking about anywhere between 500 and 800 pounds of, of hanging weight of, of product, really. And, and what do we do with all that product? So we kind of tested the market on a number of things. The jerky was popular, and we'll keep doing that as long as we can. Um, we do pepper sticks. Uh, that's pretty popular, not quite like the jerky is. Uh, so we do the pepper sticks. We do ground uh, buffalo, ground bison, I guess. Um, we do patties. We do the one-pound packages, and those are available for retail in, in our local grocery store. Um, we've done some steaks, uh, stew meat. So, we, you know, we try to use as much of the animal as we can. Sometimes we get some special requests. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of the local people like to have the, the bones to 
do like bone broth, you know, put it in their soup and boil it. Who, um, who does the taste testing? You see my hand raised here? <laughs> who does the taste testing? Oh, I, I have of plenty the, yeah. of volunteers oh, for that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, absolutely. I guess I figured. <laughs> but but um, um, these are, these are uh, do you have traditional, and again, it's Mark McGee, it's yep. uh, Sai Corporation, the Blackfeet uh, Bison Pro we're talking about um and part of you know located in the native american made in montana pavilion and absolutely. I, um uh, you obviously take pride in that don't you oh yeah absolutely yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. and the entire tribe does um how, how 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 did you flavor these did you use traditional native american spices on this or uh well no i mean so just kind of post-pandemic and and whatnot uh, processing is is a hard thing yeah. to find you know um, everybody is trying to get into those markets, uh, a lot of beef producers and whatnot. So we found Superior Meats in, in Superior, Montana. Um, they took us immediately. Uh, last year, so we're about a year into this. Mm. So last year we did 11 animals total. This year we're already up to 12. And, and so they kind of opened their doors for us for 2023 and scheduled us for the whole year and so we're gonna we're gonna basically quadruple our our production um they've already had you know these products and these labels and, and you know that that's a whole nother game yeah. you know getting label approval from the department of, of livestock um so we're using their their recipes um they do really well for us um as soon as you crack that open, you'll find out that it's actually a good product. You know, eventually I think that we'd like to go down the road of, of maybe a more natural product that, that has less of the uh, nitrates and things like that. Um, but that, that takes some work. So. so where can you get this today? If I was to go and buy or say I want to buy a bag of this, any buffalo jerky, where would I find it? So, so today... Um, so Saiki Corporation manages most of the tribe's businesses, and what two of those businesses are the Glacier Family Foods Grocery Store in Browning and the Bear Track Convenience Store in East Glacier. And so pretty much all of the product that I get, I split between those two businesses. Um, so you can find those now. Uh, we are working on a, an order with Pursuit Incorporated, and, and they manage the park businesses on the, on the east side. Uh, St. Mary's, uh, Mini Glacier, West Glacier too, I believe, and, and so they're they're the uh, uh, entity that orders all of the products for their the park businesses, Glacier Park businesses, and they're interested in picking up the jerky products from us. So hopefully this summer you'll find it there too. Cool, that's great. And I was talking to Director Osterman of um, the Montana Department of Commerce earlier this morning, and we were talking about. You know, what a great opportunity this is for, you know, like the tribe and like leaning into who you are, Absolutely. capitalizing on that sort of an asset. And I think where we are today, especially post-pandemic, is that there's a much bigger hunger for locally raised and unique sort of products. And so congratulations yeah. to you and the Thank entire you. Blackfoot tribe for, for going down this road and, and being entrepreneurs in this arena. Yeah, it's it's been a it's been a great business. Um, I, I feel like we're just kind of really in it in its infancy um, right now. As far as distribution, we're we're just mostly on the reservation. Um, with the eleven animals that we did last year, we we just couldn't keep up. We've had a few of the other local businesses order some products. Uh, the burger does really well. Um, some of the businesses in St. Mary's, 
you know, they're seasonal businesses. Um, they put the, the Blackfeet burger on their menu. Mm. Um, just And tell me, you know, you, you were talking earlier, too, about that there's a that there's a restaurant that the tribe has there as well. What's the name of that restaurant that's serving your beef? So we have the uh, Glacier, in the Glacier Peaks Casino, we have the Jackpot Restaurant, and, and they serve it. And we also have a restaurant in East Glacier called The Peak, and they have it on their menu. I can't wait, actually. You yeah, know, we got to go up. I know. we got to go Keep north. it in mind. Yeah, Mark, congratulations, and thank you for that. And thank you for being um, uh, you know, part of this made in Montana community, too. Oh, yeah, Very absolutely. valuable. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And Todd, good job. Thank you. Yeah, Appreciate thank you, that. Tom. Appreciate the opportunity. You, you hang around a little bit. Don't don't take this all away from me yet. You haven't even opened <laughs> it yet. Okay. That's Todd O'Hare, Montana Chamber of Commerce, and Mark McGee. We'll take a quick break and come on back. And next, Casey Sickvillen will join us from 41 Grains here on the Made in Montana Trade Show after these. Does your home qualify for a $70 discount on your internet bill? Blackfoot Communications is proud to partner with the FCC to help ensure that households can afford the broadband necessary for work, school, health care, and more. For more information on this federal program and to see if your household qualifies for a discount on your internet service, visit goblackfoot.com slash ACP. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Right back into it, Tom Schultz alongside. We're live from the Maiden Montana Trade Show to Lewis and Clark County Fairgrounds. This is sort of the uh, vendor event. Early on, the, uh, the public retail event will actually take place tomorrow, too, so I'll get more on that. I'm going to run out of time, and I don't want to run out of time. Let's get right to this segment. Casey Sickvillend is with us from 41 Grains, and Zach Kakoli, uh, Deputy Director of the Montana Department of Agriculture here as well. Good morning. I hope you guys are well. Uh, Zach, when, when you look at uh, Casey's business in 41 Grains and from that Department of Agriculture, um, you, you must go, Wow, this, this is the kind of value-added stuff that we've been talking about uh, that's available for Montana for a lot of years. That's right, Tom. Uh, when we look at 41 Grains, we see uh, a local Montana company using high-quality product directly from their own farm. They know everything about it, when it was seeded, how it was harvested, what was applied to it. They're taking that high-quality product and, and turning it into a, a user-friendly end product that's healthy, nutritious, and available locally for Montana consumers. Did it start out that way? Um, uh, did it start out like, oh, let's take uh, let's take this and do all these beautiful things for the world, or did you think how am I gonna how am I gonna make a living and feed my family? I would say a little bit of both, yeah. but I have a huge passion for nutritious food, healthy food, and the fact that we grow our own food. Um, and we don't utilize that enough, I think, in Montana because we have such vast resources. I, it just kind of boggled my brain. I'm like, we've got to be able to use this a little bit more. Um, and be a little bit more user-friendly in all local sites. Casey and her company and her family have been um, very successful grant recipients, working closely with the Department of Agriculture to map out their business plan and purchase pieces of equipment strategically. They started off with a seed cleaner that really got them off the ground, and uh, we're proud to see the growth of their business so far. What is your business? Uh, 41 Grains takes chickpeas and mills it into flour and then we also have prepackaged products that are easy and convenient for people to use because when you're looking at trying something new it can be a little intimidating so having something just really easy you can throw in add in your eggs and your butter and you're good to go the um 
there was one of these quotes, and I, I, I brought some quotes, and it's just to kind of start a conversation. But um, when, when you, as an entrepreneur, there were probably, you had a lot of challenges. And was there anything that you drew from? Was there any kind of inspiration? Was there a mentor out there that, that helped you, you and the family and the business along? Oh, I've had a lot of mentors. Um, one of them is Shauna Farver from Farver Farms. She uh, she's a great inspiration and a to me. Too. How how about that? You well, know? kind of, kind but of, yeah, it's but... it's great. She's I'm gonna say a neighbor, even though she's like two hours away from me. <laughs> but that's what Eastern Montana is all about. Um, I've had uh, Kay Rose, uh, Caroline. She she's been a good mentor to me as well. Just that encouragement of other people that are starting their small businesses and working them out. And I think it's a big part of our community as Montanans to have that. And and when when you did this, uh, did you have it? Did it all just come out as planned, or was there a trial and error thing going on there? Um, well, it was kind of a happy accident when we got started uh-huh. because. My neighbor was milling chickpea flour and making things, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is so good. So I started kind of playing with it myself, but it was really easy. So it kind of just laid itself out there. wasn't really something I was looking at at the time, and we just kind of made it happen, and yeah. Yeah, and Tom, credit to these guys for not just running a very successful business, but having a positive impact in their community. 41 Grains is involved uh, as a core partner in uh, forming a co-op in eastern Montana, and there's not a lot of resources like that out, out in circle. So having individuals willing to step up, take a risk, and start a business and, and do this is, is really great for the state. Talk, talk about forming that co-op then. Yeah, so there is uh, five of us that have started a Eastern Montana food distribution co-op, Rolling Plains. Um, and we um, are just trying to be able to get our Eastern Montana products to the rest of Montana. That's our main goal because we are so remote, we're so rural, and it's so hard to get our products in an efficient way to other people because everything is two hours away from us. So that's kind of our main goal is to get those local um, products to everybody, whether it's in schools, hospitals, uh, food hubs. Food hubs, any place. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Anywhere that people are trying to get major food, making it more convenient for people to get and, and saving on that cost. And that made in Montana product, too. Yes. Yeah, very cool. Casey, congratulations, and thank, thank you, you. As, as Zach had noted, for all the beneficial stuff that your company wants to do. Yeah. And Zach uh, Kukuli, good job. Well, thank you. Take a short break and come on back, and we'll announce the Montana, Montana Retailer, Made in Montana Retailer of the Year here on Voices of Montana. Does your home qualify for a $70 discount on your internet bill? Blackfoot Communications is proud to partner with the FCC to help ensure that households can afford the broadband necessary for work, school, healthcare, and more. For more information on this federal program and to see if your household qualifies for a discount on your internet service, visit goblackfoot.com ACP. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Welcome back, and thank you so much for uh, for joining us here. You you really should be here. We're live at the trade, uh, Made in Montana trade show, and I'm looking around here. It's at the Lewis and Clark County Fairgrounds, and there's just a ton of booths. Susan Joy was telling me they've got like uh, maybe 20 more booths in here, and last year was a good year at that, too. And what I'm impressed with, too, is how... 
Um, these booths um, are not just, uh, I'm just setting up a little shop here. Uh, everybody has taken um, their best foot and put it forward here uh, at this Made in Montana trade show. The, this is a vendor event today, but the retail event begins tomorrow. Um, Anastasia, when, when is it open for tomorrow? 9 a.m. for the public. Um, and this is a special part of the program. And, again, thank you all for being here. Let me introduce Scott Olsterman. He's a Montana's uh, d- director of the Department of Commerce. Good to see you, Scott. How are you, man? Go ahead and grab this microphone. Thank you very much. Um, Good to see you. Yeah, thank, thanks for doing this this year. Thank you for being here. I'll hold that down because you're gonna, you've got a little presentation here. We have got um, a couple uh, standing next to us here, and I'm going to have you introduce them. And then uh, they have done some pretty good work uh, with uh, their Made in Montana product. Absolutely, Tom. This is uh, the Brooke and Alex Blackler, and they have weathered the storm through COVID and come out of it and opened a store in Missoula and are just doing a wonderful job representing Montana in a store called The Last Best Place. And they make just and and make great hats and other things like that, and have brought a a an, agro, an agglomeration of. An amog- uh, amalgamation. Amalgam- amal- I can never say that word either. I'm glad somebody else has that same trouble. <laughs> of great Montana products into their store. So we're excited to be able to have them here this year and to actually give them an award. All right. Well, why don't you do that? Uh, grab that award. Make the presentation here. Um, Ken, uh, again, uh, made the award. It looks really nice. It's uh, I should describe it here. It says the last best store on it, retailer of the year. It's got that Montana uh, shape and is transparent and uh, really a beautiful uh, the logos the made in montana logos and then uh we're going to get a chance to talk to brooke and alex here as well that sounds good let's make that presentation brooke and alex blackler the made in montana retailer of the year all right there's pictures going all around why don't we take a break because i'm looking forward to chatting with you guys i looked into your business uh, there's just a, a, a lot going on to it and it's relatively new too um and so i'm, I'm looking forward to chatting more and scott you will join us and stay uh, with us here as well and questions? Good, good. Let's take a, a quick break and come on back, and we'll talk with the uh, Montana Department of Commerce, Made in Montana Retailer of the Year. We come on back from Montana for Montana. It's Voices of Montana. Does your home qualify for a $70 discount on your internet bill? Blackfoot Communications is proud to partner with the FCC to help ensure that households can afford the broadband necessary for work, school, health care, and more. For more information on this federal program and to see if your household qualifies for a discount on your internet service, visit goblackfoot.com slash ACP. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Welcome back. It's from Montana for Montana, Voices of Montana. Tom Schultz alongside. And uh, we're here with this final segment from the Made in Montana trade show. Again, uh, with this opportunity to congratulate and learn more about this Montana Made uh, Made in Montana Retailer of the Year. It's the last best store. And Brooke and Alex Blackler are with us here. And the interviewer is Scott um, Osterman, the director of the Montana Department of Commerce. Uh, good morning and thanks again. And congratulations, you guys. How did, Thank let, you. I'll start off, uh, Brooke. Uh, how did... Uh, Starting a new business, the whole the whole journey of that. I mean, it doesn't uh, wait. You don't wake up one day and say, "I'm going to do this." Um, you put a lot of work into it. But congratulations! It, it looks like uh, you've done a good job and it's paid off. Yeah, I appreciate it. Actually, it was kind of a sudden thing. Um, we have our own brands that we make items for, and one day I got a message from the Southgate Mall in Missoula asking me if we wanted to open a retail store. They were looking for someone who had roots in the community to open a Montana store. 
we went in, we realized it was a huge space. And so we started calling all of the people we knew from the main Montana trade show, from made fairs and vending. And we realized, hey, we could pull this off. And so we said yes, and we dove right in. Well, first of all, congratulations on being selected the Retailer of the Year and uh, celebrating that first year anniversary. And uh, we just heard a little bit about how you got started. Uh, You're the first all Montana, um, made in Montana store. And and what does that feel like when people come in from other parts of the country or even in Montana? It feels great. I mean, I love being able to represent such an amazing amount of creativity that's right here in our state. And a lot of times people come in and they comment on the quality of the products. And that just makes me really proud to, as well to be able to represent that because the people here put so much effort into what they create and they do an amazing job. That's great. And, and they make unique things that exactly. you can't get anywhere. And so it really elevates the Right. The artistry and the and the capability of what's made in Montana. Yeah, and it's really fun to be able to have that kind of um, those kind of products in a space that's normally so corporate. Instead, we're really bringing an authenticity of Montana and the whole vibe that it creates to the mall. So that's really awesome. What are some of the favorite things that that people seem to uh, to gravitate to? Yeah, well, one of our top sellers are these handmade gnomes that we have in the store that are just adorable from the gnome realm. Uh, she is based out of Missoula, and they are just fantastic. But, man, we sell a lot of gnomes, so that's one of the top ones. <laughs> it's really popular these days. Yeah. So what's My next mom's going to get one next. Uh, I oh, can nice. tell you that she's just a gnome lady. <laughs> nice, yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll be getting those up on the website here in the next month. Really so. cool. That's great. <laughs> so what's next for you? Well, uh, we're really excited to announce that we are starting to work with nonprofits doing fundraising. So our background is is in product creation and decoration and manufacturing. So um, our first uh, nonprofit fundraiser we just launched is with the Wilderness Watch. And we helped them design some products and we're doing a pre-order fundraiser through our website on the store. So they don't need to put any money down. And then all of the profits from that get d- donated directly to them and their causes in supporting um, the wilderness across the entire United States. So uh, That's outstanding. And yeah, then, we're very excited so about that. So wh- where do you get the uh, creative um, juices and energy for making all of these different products? Go ahead, Alex. Re- yeah. Repetition, <laughs> practice, years and years of dedication to trying different things and seeing what works, seeing what doesn't work. And, yeah, just keeping with it. You know, after a decade of hard work, applying yourself to, you know, business or creative pursuits, eventually you learn some things. And if you just keep at it, you can, you can get somewhere with it. What's the most unique, last best place product that, that, you, that you manufacture or that you make that's, that's your own product? Probably the wood patch hats. So we have um, a unique product decoration for hats where we use either a solid piece of bendable birch wood that we screen print, laser etch, and rivet onto the hat, or a piece of wood veneer that's laminated to a piece of anodized aluminum and riveted to the hat, and it creates an extremely durable, unique decoration. We're very proud of that one. Yeah, that's outstanding. Great. And in and, and all of these, um, these products you offer are made in Montana. That's right. Everything in the store is made in Montana. How, uh, and it, did that surprise you? That um, and I know you kind of mentioned that a little bit, but the the vast variety um, of of products that are out there that are made in Montana. You know, I'm not that surprised just because I've been coming to the trade show and doing vending for so many years that I've been able to meet some incredible creators over that time that just create. I mean, it's it's awesome what is made here in the state. Yeah, we've, we've been coming to the Made Montana show 
since like 2015, 2016. So we're very aware of all the makers uh, that are in Montana. Yeah. So for us, it was a no-brainer. You know, and why not? You know, it's like why not explore that territory and give a credit business that supports Montana economy exclusively. That's yeah. our value structure. Alex Blackler, uh, Brooke Blackler is with us as well, winner of the uh, 2023 Made in Montana Retailer of the Year Award. Scott Osterman, director of the Montana Department of Commerce here, too. Um, as, uh, as we talk about this business, the last best store, uh, you guys kind of started um, not necessarily from that um, flat footing. You, you kind of had an understanding of going into the business, so to speak. And um, What were the challenges? What, what were... And I guess I asked that to say, how did you overcome those challenges? Yeah, so some of the challenges with our business model is, uh, one of them is just keeping track of all of the different vendors. And um, a lot, we do a lot of commission-based stuff at the store, too. So we have over 105 different made-in-Montana vendors in the store. And so automating the system and discovering uh, current technologies that we can utilize to create a seamless and transparent system so that everybody feels comfortable, happy, and, um, you know, like they're succeeding as well. Did you have anything to add to that, Alex? Oh, well, you know, we didn't have any money. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, so we have to be extremely resourceful and, and innovative. You know, when we're sourcing our fixtures, we're going to Craigslist. You know, we're keeping it simple. We're keeping it to the point, you know, and there, there's something endearing about that. I think people really relate to coming to the store, seeing pictures they might find at a yard sale you know it's like you go across the way to some of the other corporate uh stores in the mall and you're you're seeing super polished uh expensive you know kind of uh presentations and you go over to our store and it it's, feels a little bit more homey yeah yeah authentic yeah uh i'm gonna ask you scott um uh, scott osterman again director of the montana department of commerce how um, how typical is this story, or how important is this story? How, how does this story relate um, to all the other stories that, um, that are going on here at this Made in Montana trade show? Yeah, there's, there's over 120-some-odd or, or 110 uh, booth attenders right, or, and companies here today. Yeah. But the universe of the Montana uh, Made in Montana group is over 2,600 companies, and that just means that that many companies have been started up and running in all aspects of of the uh, economy you, you have really high-end manufacturers and then you also have the you know sort of the local made really homey local uh, cap capabilities and they're all entrepreneurial endeavors and and so this story is not unique on one side but every pathway is unique and they, they've had to manage. They've had to manage going through COVID and your business, you know, being pretty heavily impacted in that period of time. But now coming out really strong and actually supporting all these other Montana vendors as well. So, I think it's a great, it's a great uh, testimony to the Montana will and the work ethic, yeah. and that's kind of unique here. And that's uh, yeah, and it's it's on display um, in all these businesses too. Um, uh, the uh, the business itself. Uh, with with COVID, and um, I think we see a changing marketplace. Um, there's there's a place for retail. There's a place for online. Um, you're you're embracing them both. Um, how's how's balancing that working? It's working um, out. One of the challenges is photo photographing all of the products that we get into the store, since we have such a large variety. But every week we're working on it and working on helping get 
some artisans who don't have their own website, don't have their own capacity to do that kind of thing. We're getting their stuff online and trying to get them out there in the world too. So uh, we really hope to have a very strong online presence, especially by the end of the year with our nonprofit and with all of our local creators. How does, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, yeah, ideally we're, Alex. Ideally, uh, people who want Montana are able to find our store anywhere in the country and be able to come find products and, and purchase them and we'll <laughs> ship them. Does that Montana, Scott Osterman, does that Made Montana um, logo and, and product, does it, is it still growing? Is that brand still growing out there? Yeah, it is growing. We're, we're seeing new members come on every year to be able to use the logo, and, and it does mean something. We certainly see that there's over $139 million a year uh, of uh, Made in Montana goods uh, um, with that label put on it that are um, purchased, and that, that says a lot about what it adds to the Montana economy. Um, what would you guys say to the next entrepreneur? Now, uh, I, I, and, and it depends on, I guess, where they're starting from. Uh, but what, what's the advice for just a fresh entrepreneur? Work hard. <laughs> it, it's okay to take some time and think about that, too, yeah. Uh, get out there and iterate. Yeah. You, know, you have to get out there and, and not only learn what works, but learn what doesn't work. And that's going to require some failure. And so and that's, that's a requisite. So you got to lean into that. And, and, and Brooke, do you want to add to that too? Yeah, don't be afraid of failing. And also don't beat yourself up too much because every time that you fail, that's an opportunity to learn, to get better, and to do better. You guys are a married couple? We are. How does, how does that work? It's fantastic. <laughs> the hardest thing it. we do in the day is work on business. That makes yeah. the relationship easy. Oh, good. good. Have you learned? Because um, uh, I, I get that question uh, a lot. And um, sometimes it's successful for some people. Sometimes it's not the right fit. Have you learned how to make it the right fit? Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, it's kind of a found, foundational to our relationship. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, no problem. Yeah, it's great. Oh, well, that's good. I, I guess I find that um, uh, refreshing. Well, so yeah. in order to be a good business person... Uh, you have to be a good communicator. Mm -hmm. You have to be a good problem solver. You have to be level-headed. Those are good attributes for a successful marriage. Yeah, yeah. So, how long have you been married? Um, six years now, but we've been together for thirteen. Oh, congratulations! Thank you. Yeah, um, and so, and you're still young. Uh, there's, there's probably a lot of doors open for you. What do you think? Yeah, what do you think so next? Too. Um, well, ramping up this nonprofit fundraiser, I really look forward to supporting that. the um, supporting the lo the ones that are here in Montana, and then uh, I guess from there, just yeah, it'd be great else. to go help a bunch of nonprofits make some money. You know, we we're really good at making stuff. We can, <laughs> we're really good at selling stuff. So if we can help out some nonprofits doing that, that'd be great. Um, you know, I guess some future speculative growth might involve getting some last best stores in other locations. Ah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to hang that, uh, um, the award up somewhere? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. We're yeah. very proud absolutely. of it. Thank you so Good. much. We're going to make sure everybody sees it. Get it yeah. up on the website today, okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. And thanks for your effort. And thanks for that concern and care for others in your community, too. Very much appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, that's, you know, kind of what motivates us. That's the big signal that makes us feel good about what we're doing. Yep, yep. Alex and, and Brooke Blackford, thank you. Scott, any final words? Yeah, just to, to say that, uh, you know, that the public is welcome tomorrow and the doors open, as you said, at 9 o'clock. And, you know, there's just some fantastic stuff here as you walk around. And it, and it runs the gamut of 
of uh, different types of artisanry and and products. And I, I would just encourage everyone to come in and for sure come and stop and see the the Last Blessed Supply Company and and really enjoy what we have here in Montana because this is a great reflection of who we are as a state and the, and the creativity that we have. Thank you all. We'll see you guys on Monday.